0: Go. My name's Jimmy. First professional boxer from Brighouse. Keep listening to Radio Sungam. Let's right. Jimmy, how you doing, man? I'm all good, thank you, mate. I'm all good. How are you keeping? I'm all right. I'm all right. I bumped into you uh, a few months ago.
1: I don't know if you remember. I do. I, bumped, uh, in, I think it was Frankie's in Batley. That's right.
0: That's right.
1: And, uh, yeah. uh, and uh, as soon as I saw you in your, uh, I think you were in a sweatsuit.
0: That's right. Uh, that's-
1: and I was just like, you know what? I've got to get this guy. He's- He's from Big
0: House, I'm from Huddersfield, and we're both meeting in Batley. That's the Can one. Can you one believe one. it? Exactly. Good, good chicken there. Great chicken. Great chicken and rice. It's good I food. It's good food. It's all right. It's all right. What have what you been up to today? Today, I've just done a little workout at home. Usually, I've got a little yard in the back, a little garden, but um, today, it's been a bit crappy weather, so I've just been doing press-ups, sit-ups, uh, burpees, a few little bits here this morning in my front room. And I'm gonna go for a bit of a run later on this afternoon. So, just uh, just chilling. I'm on I'm on furlough. in these crazy times we're having in these lockdown and uh, down times, isn't it? You know.
1: Yeah, they are crazy times. It's we're not only there's too many viruses, too many issues. Yeah. Uh, um, unfortunately, the human race isn't getting it right at the moment.
0: No, it's uh, very strange, troubling times, isn't it? But uh, hopefully. It is, yeah things right and uh, you know and it'll all all pass and
1: uh... I think because of because of what happened to that individual in in America that particular city had problems in terms of their own law enforcement Mm. if they'd have nipped it in the bud arrested those guys at that time we wouldn't be worrying about well I wouldn't say we wouldn't be worrying about it but what I'm saying is it would have got resolved a lot
0: quicker and then Mm. we could have
1: gone about it in a different way because now you're seeing people doing all sorts of crazy stuff yeah
0: yeah i think those guys that are doing the you know peaceful protests and whatnots, all all good in it but you know when it gets a little bit violent and things and it, they, they're spoiling it for the people who want to protest peacefully and it is a very valid you know it's a very valid valid uh, valid point and a good cause you know so you know things do need to change and you know the history with the the, the slavery and whatnot. You know it's it's a it's sad that things are still happening in this day and age. You know, I mean, a multicultural society that we're in, and um, I mean, my view is: look, I get on with everybody. I just see everyone the good in everybody, you know, and everyone at face value. And there's good and bad in all in all backgrounds, all races, but. If you ask me, you know, we're all we're all uh, the same, aren't we? We're all human. Apart from a bit of color, uh, skin colour, it means nothing, does it? It means nothing. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, th- I
1: think there needs to be some common sense. Um, not all police officers are idiots, are racist. You know, I know some good ones.
0: Yeah, I do. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, fair enough. To some of the old schoolers are the old schoolers. They've done stuff on, especially in America. It's a different world there, I would say, compared to... Compared to Yorkshire, I think we're completely different to the rest of the UK to a certain degree.
0: Yeah, I Um, I agree. I agree.
1: Mm. But no, it's it's just a crazy world. But what's going on with your title fight? Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Any news? I'm hoping.
0: Well, you know, it was put on post, it was being postponed. So, you know, it was absolutely devastating two weeks before the bloody fight and lockdown, you know, came in. And, you know, I've been in the shape of my life for it, you know, the biggest fight of my life about to come up. And then, you know, and then and then it all gets slipping. Then this lockdown just kicks in, doesn't it? We're literally a couple of weeks away. I mean, our lead sparring Lee Appleyard a couple of weeks before that as well, and he was he was due to fight lockdown week, locked that Friday, and they got he got his cancelled two days before. You know, so it's, it, it, we're all in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. But I'm hoping that that fight will uh, you will continue. Yes, I'm our lad. How are you doing, mate?
1: I'm after him as well.
0: <laughs> top lad, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: he's, he's a he's a top boy, top boy, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. no, we've up. got yeah. we've got a lot of lads, a lot of lads, including yourself, coming through. And after what I saw last year in summertime, uh, and I, and I really like his style. Did you pick that style, or did you train yourself in that particular way? Where did that style come from? Where you're moving about a lot? Um, it's a. would won't say you're Muhammad Ali, yes, but you're moving and punching. Yeah, you're you're moving and punching. You're not just coming straight forward. You're not rugged. You're actually coming off the line, moving side to side, and trying to hit at angles. I, w- I would say.
0: Yeah, I mean, my, my style it kind of developed itself really. I I'm obviously I'm not the I'm not the prettiest boxer. I'm not the most. What's the word? Um conventional, you know, style boxer, you know, it's, I've got a bit of, what's the word, a bit of rough and toughness about it all. You know, it's a little bit unorthodox. It's a little bit awkward for people. And, I mean, sometimes I don't know what I'm going to do. No, you know, never mind what my opponent's going to do. <laughs> but I think, I think the whole style came about, started very late, as, as everybody knows, about 29, and I started at Halifax Boxing Club. And, I mean, I was sparring guys, a lad, lad called Shuzi. And he were like, I mean, 13, 14 stone. You know, I was, I was like 10 and a half, 11 stone. I mean, he might even got up to 15 stone. People like Liam Walsh, uh, Richard Bittner. And, you know, they were tough lads. And they got me, you know, I, I got into sparring straight away, really. But the style, yeah, I don't know where it came from. It's just a little bit, I mean, it started off, when I first started sparring and fighting, I was that nervous, I, you should have seen my first couple of fights, they were crazy, I was just windmilling, you know, I'd just go in there, and, you know, like an absolute lunatic, there was no, there was no method to the madness, it was just madness, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Probably because your first fight, you wanted to, you know, yeah. showcase your skills a bit too much and people get a bit eager, don't they?
0: They do, mate, they do, that's it, so I was, you know, I was a bit nervous at, t- at first with, with the boxing and then... Uh, and the style just kinda of developed into what it was really. It was just, you know, a little bit unorthodox, but it worked, you know, it worked and it put people off and and the work rate usually, you know, got people into trouble as well. So but then as as time's gone, gone on gone on and into the pro, I've developed a bit more of a pro style and more head movement, more footwork and things. But there's still a lot to learn and uh, you know, and I've still got plenty of plenty of time to uh uh, to go in my mind, in my mind, even no, though it, not, Jimmy, not bol- it, okay, but bol- to it, it's
1: all good. Jimmy, Jimmy, don't you dare use your age as an excuse, because you know what? You know all those people that talk about age—that's nonsense. If you're fit and your timing's good enough, and you put the training in, I think when it's not 1991 anymore, we're in 2020. People are fitter, healthier, yeah. and I and I think I think you've got everything to become British champion. I really do. You might be Brighouse's first British champion. I don't actually know if
0: that's true or not, but I don't know if Brighouse has had another fighter like you. Potentially. Potentially, Brighouse. I mean, I was originally from Halifax, just living in Brighouse now. So, Halifax, Brighouse. Brighouse, type, I mean, Brighouse, Brighouse title. British title is, 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 a, is, a, good, is a big level. It's a good level. You know what I mean? First and foremost, let's get this central area title. Let's get the win there. Um, but in my mind, I'll cause problems for anybody. Um, you know any of the top lads. Any of the you know I've got a style that causes people problems, and um, you know I've got the toughness and whatnot. So yeah, I'm uh, absolutely. You know, age is only a number. Uh, I've looked after myself. You know, I don't go out boozing loads and drinking. You know, I'm if, if, every now and then I might have one, but that's all. I might have one little beer. That's it. Nice and steady away.
1: Is that something you've been told to do to stay off the alcohol, or is that just something you've done yourself?
0: I've just done that. myself. I mean, look, I've had I've had some party days, you know. I've had some in the past, but I've never liked to go go too crazy with drinking at all. So I'm I'm not a big drinker at all, you know. I might have one one beer a week, every other few weeks, you know. But when it comes to training camps, I'm I'm bang on it, and I've been keeping fit through this lockdown as well. Um, been doing a lot of biking, a lot of running. Uh, a lot of strength and conditioning work so I'm ready I'm ready to go you know I get a phone call and they say you've got a fight in four weeks time Boom! I'll take it we're ready
1: no definitely you said you started off at Halifax what made you turn pro who convinced you
0: do you know what it was uh, a, n- a number of reasons in, I knew in my mind that I was uh, that I had a pro style everybody told me I've got a pro style and in the amateurs I was only getting warmed up in the, in the last round really and then it were over you know you've got whatever it was, three threes, nine minutes, four twos. And everyone was saying to me, you know, you've got style. I was going over to Chris Hassen's gym, sparring with Tyrone Nurse and, and a few of the pros over there and, you know, holding my own with them. And it was like, I've just got to do it. And I, the main thing was just so I didn't have any regrets in life, mate, you know, because I had to itch, I had to scratch the itch. Not it's the scratch, you don't scratch scratch each, uh, so yeah, I just had to get it, get it off me back and uh, and turn over no,
1: yeah. oh, definitely, no, I think it's phenomenal, phenomenal that you you know you turn pro late, i think it's definitely I think it's better because depending on how many uh, amateur bouts you had, you would come into the sport with less damage to a certain degree
0: hey, oh yeah, low miles on the clock, yeah because
1: sure. you look at some of these amateur lads and. It's crazy the amount of, you know, they're phenomenal fighters, don't get me wrong, but the amount of fights they have and some of them go the distance and you just like, this kid's been taking punches mm. for so many years and he just turned twenty twenty one. He's just thinking, if you look at it from the other side, the concussion side, mm. it is a bit scary when you think about that because I think eventually it does possibly catch up with you if you take too many bad shots.
0: Of course it does. Of course it does. It's one of the most dangerous sports in the world, isn't it? You know, one one shot. It doesn't have to be the most powerful one. You get it in the wrong place and it's lights out. And as we've seen, you know, it's it is what, it is. The most dangerous sport in the world. But you know, you can't you can't live life worrying about things, can you? Because you can get run over by a bus tomorrow, or even step off a fall off a curb and bang your head, and it's over. So just gotta just gotta keep keep going, have not you? You know. But like you're saying, with the amateur people, the amateur. I'm pleased people like Amar's turned over now. Great amateur, ped, you know, great amateur background. I think he might have had about coming up 40 fights. Probably would have gone on to the Olympics, getting in the GB squad and whatnot. But a lot of some amateurs, they don't, they don't fit well with the pros because they've got too much of an amateur style and they can't iron that amateur style out, can they? So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pleased Amar's turned over. He's going to be a, a big talent and he's been sparring pros a lot. So, yeah, he will do, he'll do really well. Amar and Amino have just been signed by Frank Warren. Congratulate them two boys because they're top lads. Yeah, so... Well. Uh, Jimmy, you never know. You never
1: know, Jimmy. Mm. You
0: well, never know. I, what, I'm, don't worry, I'm having words why well, I ain't being invited to the party, the Frank Warren party, do you know what I mean? So oh, we'll wait and see.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's signing, he's signing a lot of Northern lads, which does surprise me.
0: Mm. Signing a lot
1: of Northern lads. And uh, I was surprised that Amar didn't sign with Eddie Earn, I thought Eddie would have taken a mile straight away because of his accomplishments. Yep. When I looked into his background, I was like, mm. I, was, I was a bit surprised that Frank got him. And uh, I'm sure there were uh, plus points.
0: Must be right, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, um, your particular training regime. Who comes up with it? Do you do you listen to fighters, or or do you listen to your trainers? And who and who are you actually trained
0: by? I've got um, so my main. My main manager, trainer is Chris Aston, um, over in Huddersfield. Tyrone Nurse's dad.
1: Um, yeah, I know him
0: well. I know him he, well. He he's a character. Property. He's a character. Oh, he's a proper uh, old school character, ain't Chris? Yeah, he yeah, yeah. Don't no nonsense. Yeah, he's a straight up funny guy. Real funny guy. Real funny guy. Says it as it is. And and he's got a lot of experience in the. Uh, you know, he's had he's had world champions. He's had European champions. British champions, obviously, of his son. So. You know, he's got a lot of experience, and I also train at uh, Dickies in Batley. So, Is that
1: where uh, Josh Warrington sometimes trains? Or
0: that's right. Yeah, so I've been doing quite a lot of a lot of um, strength work with Mark uh, Hurley, who's been doing a lot of uh, strength work with Josh since he since he was actually uh, Central Area champion all the way through. Uh, so they've been working together for seven eight years, and then Abdul uh, Abdul Rahman, who uh, Abby excellent. Technician on the pads and uh, and footwork drills and things like that. So who comes up with the actual sessions and training regime? Um, is, is is both of them? And it, is a, there's a bit of a mix there, really. And then we travel to all the gyms as well, sparring, and you pick up things as you as you're traveling around gyms and things, don't you? You know, when you're um, sparring, is it?
1: Um, are you told, like Jimmy, this is what we're working on? I want to see a lot of jabs. I want to see a lot of movement. And I want, and I want you to move your head off the line. Is it, is it like that, or is it all out? It's like a fight. I want you to go all out and, you know,
0: get this guy out of the ring. Oh yeah, no, I mean it's clo- it is the closest thing to a fight, but you never not malicious, is it? It's, uh... no, no one ever says right, gun, bloody take his head off, and you know you got, you know, you got to try and knock him out because it's not about that, is it? Sparring's about learning and, like you've just said, practicing different moves, different strategies, different combinations. Footwork, head movement, and things that you're working on in the pads. You have then got to try and put it into sparring. So, you no, know, it's uh, we work on different things, and and absolutely. And I get pulled up if I'm not doing a certain thing, and that's why those guys are there to uh, to keep an eye on that. Whilst you know, whilst I'm in there, and things that I don't see, they're they're, they're spotting maybe my opponent if he's dropped his hands or if his uh, if he's open to a to a left up to body or something, you know.
1: Uh, just to go in a bit more detail into that, your last fight was against Jamie Quinn in December, I think, last year.
0: Yeah, that's right, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, can you share a bit of the what you were expected to do in that fight against him? What were you
0: expected to show? Um, I think a good performance. You know, I mean, you're always... I mean, number one, get the win Put, and do it in, in good fashion. You know, if there's an opportunity to get to get the knockout, go for it. But Jamie Quinn's one tough character um, he's a good road warrior. Fought him before, really. Yeah, great. your debut,
1: your debut fight, I think, was against Jamie Quinn, that's wasn't right.
0: it? That's right. Yeah, that's right. And um, you know, I fought nine, nine, you know, decent guys that are on the road. You know, that are journeymen. They're all, but they're all very, very tough. And this flipping fight, this was the one. This was my next fight. Was the one where it was, you know, step up time, ten rounds, belt on the line, headline. uh, for the show as well, it were a headline. It were the top of the bill. Uh, Ricky Atten were going to be there again. Stevie Lillis, we're going to be there commentating and whatnot. So I'm just, but it is what it is, isn't it? You know, and we'll. Uh, and you can't let it get you down too much, you know. I'm gutted. We're, we're ready to rock and roll. But again, to, to answer your question, just put a good performance on, in front of the Manchester crowd, and you know, I think I, I got an, an okay performance. I mean, I was a bit critical of myself afterwards, but. After watching it back, it wasn't too bad. you you know. know, It was, uh, it was you know, I, I said I was a little bit nervous in the crowd, but I was all right once I got in there, do you know what I mean?
1: No, definitely, no, fantastic. So when you had prepared for, uh, I think his name was Steve Brogan. That's him, yeah. That's uh, mm. 14 wins, two two draws, two losses. So a guy that's definitely got more experience. Yeah. And you, It was going to be a Yorkshire versus Lancashire clash. In my opinion, you were going to win because those Yorkshiremen are just stronger anyway. You know did it. you uh, did you train a particular way for his style, or were you just training to improve your own skills?
0: Good, really good question. Um, we uh, all right, Richie lad, Mr. White's just joined a friend of mine. Sorry, pal, I've got to say hello to a lot folks. It's it's all right. No problem. I I've been sparring Leappleyards. Yards or sparring a guy who knocked him out previously, oh, okay. and okay. And, I, and I'm speaking to funny you mentioned about the British champion thing because Josh Wales' dad, Mick Whale, he said to Chris Aston, he said, he, he's got to win a British champion, British title, this lad, you know. I mean, but that is a, that is a high, you know, British champion is a high... No, man. no, no, I understand that. It's just that we know,
1: see but, potential. We see potential, yeah. you see. And I, when, I, when I saw you, when, when I first saw you last year and I said, I said, who is... And I didn't even, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know who you were. Hmm. Um, and I was just like, who is he? He looks really good and, and they were they were just like, Oh, um I heard there was a saying, Oh, he's nearly forty years old. I go, forget that. I go, What's his name? I need to go speak to him. That guy is Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. real. You know, he's a real deal. I like the whole concept of, you know, you were moving around the ring, you were you know, your head wasn't straight on, you're creating angles, and I just thought, you know what, this guy's got everything. And then I thought to myself, you know what, he's gonna demolish this guy. Mm-hmm. Get the rounds in, which you probably wanted, and then move on. I thought you would have got
0: your uh, title shot a bit earlier, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, no, thank, um, you. thank you. I think, yeah, like you said, the the style is come forward. I do like to please, you know, the fans and put on a good good performance. But going back to the Steve Brogan, yeah, we were training for his style. He was, he's a come forward fighter. He's tough. It, we're gonna. It's a great fight. It's a great fight because I think we're both quite similar. We're both a bit older as well. I think he's thirty six, so I'm a couple. Of, I'm a few years older than him. Like you say, he's had, he's fought the better opponents. He's got more experience and he's been in with better opponents. So it was me to prove myself. Do you know what I mean? It was me to fucking get in there and uh, prove myself. That I, and I believe that, I would, that, I'm, that I'm better than him in every category. And the guy who knocked him out, Lee Appleyard, you know, we've got some big, good spars, really good spars in their camp who know Brogan well. You know, they, they say, look, we feel that, you you know, you're definitely in with a really good chance here and felt like you know, that I would that I'd beat him as well. So, so it's just staying focused, didn't it, mate? Staying focused. And when that phone call comes and hopefully Michael Galaz will get that, get that fight on again, or maybe Steve Wood. Uh, on a Steve Wood show. I might have to travel into his backyard. I'll do that. It doesn't really matter. Who knows what's going to happen on the small, small all shows? I might get a phone call off Eddie Earn or Frank Warren for one of these behind closed doors fights. Fights. I'll take that. You know. So we'll just have to wait and see what the uh, what, what 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 happens.
1: I was going to talk to you about that. How do you feel about um, fighting behind closed doors?
0: It's a strange one, isn't it? But it's it it'd be it's. I'd be up for it. I'd be up for it. You know, I'm just, uh, I'm just itching to get out there now. You know, I'm, uh, i reaching to get out there after that bloody camp. You know, after uh, I, I even got, I got a phone call off. It's uh, it called Hungry Belly Debo. I, I were actually sparring uh, down at Steffi Bull's gym the day that my fight got cancelled with a lad who was fighting for the Midlands area title, and I got the phone call two hours before the actual spar. They were coming up from Nottingham, and I didn't want to let them down. So I went ahead with the spar and we did a ten rounder. When I knew that I wanted that my yeah. fight was cancelled, so my heart wasn't fully in it, but I just went went ahead when we, when we still had that hard ten round spar. But yeah, I'd fight behind closed doors. I'd be, it'd be a real weird because I watched the uh, the UFC one that was behind closed doors, and all you could hear were like the corner men speaking and every little. It's a strange one, isn't it? You know, I don't know. I don't know how you feel, but I think some boxes might. Even
1: prefer fighting when nobody's there, like in terms of the fans.
0: Hey, do you know what? Possibly, possibly. And do you know what? Though, as well, when you're in there, and once the once the bell goes, you do hear the fans. But a lot of the time, you're just concentrating on the fight, right, everything else just goes out the window. So, sometimes it's just you're in blooming tunnel vision, you know, on that opponent. So, like you say, it might be, uh, it might be something that. That, that that I prefer. You know, ne- you never know because there is a bit of pressure with all the fans there to perform and and look good. And you know, and you don't want to disappoint. So you know, it might might well be good uh, a good little uh, a good thing a nice nice experience. You know, I'd be up no, for it. definitely.
1: What are your what do you think the future is for small house shows in the in the next couple of years or so? Do you think we're, do you think we're going to have to wait long? Have you had any conversations with any of the guys that um, you know run these shows about when do you think? they'll happen. Obviously, they'll happen behind closed doors. Will they actually happen? Because a lot of you fighters, you know, you need the fights to carry on or you'll just, or it'll um, it'll ruin the sport.
0: Massively. I mean, there's a, I think there's a lot of differing opinions and uh all depends on this virus and how quickly it goes away. And it's a strange one because they're talking about putting flights back on, you know. And if they're having 200 people on, on a flight, why can't they have you know, five hundred people in a in a in a in a small room. You know, in a in not say a small room in a fairly sized uh, hotel or something. So I don't know. I'd be surprised if there's small old shows this year. Maybe beginning of next year. We might be looking back end of the year. I don't know. Yeah, I'm hoping it's gonna be. I'm hoping it's gonna be this year. But what what do you think?
1: I was kind of hoping the British Board of Boxing would have reached out to the people that run these shows and say, look. We know that boxing's is gonna have a tough time, especially at the growing level, at the bottom level where fires are coming through. Mm-hmm. So how can we go around it? And I thought they would have approached the likes of Eddie Hearn and Frank Warren and said, look, if you want to do closed doors, we've got guys that mm-hmm. want to fight. I'm probably being a bit selfish here, but people like yourself who've earned the right to fight for a title, why can't you go on Eddie Hearn Sky Sports to fight for that title? And, and and it'd be a good fight it's not as if it's uh, you're fighting a journeyman you're fighting a guy that's you're more or less at his level and he's a and, and you're the contender you're the one that's going for the title you're a hungry lion and he's experienced and he's going to go all out to defend his right to be the better man and i was kind of hoping that kind of conversation would have happened but i don't think it has
0: do you know? I mean, because we were talking about they're they're having a show at Eddie and's garden, aren't they? But I don't.
1: Yeah,
0: that's the. Is there an actual date set for that now? Is it? Is it final? I I thought it was end of June, maybe July. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah. um, I'm a bit surprised that the um, British Board of Boxing hasn't. They've not. They never think of the boxers to a certain degree, and they what? never think of the boxing gyms. Which no, it does. It does baffle me because. It needs to be taken over and they need a better structure in place. They need I won't say they need better people, but I would say they need people who are actually gonna grow the sport at the um you know, at the beginning level, at the amateur scene and then yeah. at the That's pro right. level. Mm. Yeah. Um, it baffles me really that, you know, people like you who've earned the right to fight, there was there's Reese Mold as well. I think he was up for a British title fight. Um He was. It was. And uh, he his predicament was a bit was a bit odd because uh, I think the guy he was supposed to fight he was in some kind of contender series where he was earning where he was potentially going to earn a lot of money.
0: Ryan Walsh it was Ryan Walsh.
1: And I was a bit surprised. I was a bit surprised that if if a boxer with a title is not willing to defend the title, you vacate. You have to vacate. You can't hold on to the title because you're being selfish.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, they're,
1: they're, because there are other people coming through and they have the right to fight for that title. But that's it just right. baffles me because in boxing, there's no common sense. But then we look at the UFC. And I look at the UFC, which is one a pro- progressive organisation. Last 10 years, where they've come from, they've progressed a lot further than boxing have. And if you look at the UK landscape now, you are seeing a lot of, Amateur MMA now a lot of amateur MMA. Ten yeah, years ago, fast. you hardly saw any.
0: Yeah, so, so I think it is the fastest growing sport in the world, isn't it? UFC and MMA. Yeah, mm, definitely. Uh, yeah.
1: And if you look at the UFC in particular, he puts on competitive fights. Oh, every time. Yeah, yeah. But then if we look at and I don't want to be I don't want to disrespect Frank Warren or Ed Hearn, but I look at their cards. Yeah. And yeah. you can ask it, you can ask yourself, Jimmy. I'm I'm just a big fight fan. But as a pro boxer, you look at the fighters. You, just, you'll know who's going to win, and it's highly likely the guy that's hungrier, and he he's better. Yeah, yeah. There's no risk versus reward. the The risk is low, but they they want a higher reward for it, and yeah. yeah, it doesn't it doesn't go hand in hand. It, it doesn't at
0: all. That's the thing. Boxing it's a business, isn't it? It's a business. It's a bit of a dirty business. Is boxing, and like you say, with this lockdown thing, you'd have expected. There's a lot more fifty-fifty fights now, and, and is there's going to be an opportunity for myself and, other, and the other Yorkshire fighters and other Northern fighters, you know, to get on these shows, some of these behind the closed door shows, you know. Because I think with the small, old shows, they just can't afford to do it without the ticket sales, you know. Because you've got to pay for referees, you've got to pay for all the officials and everything else, you know. There's all there's loads of other hidden costs, isn't there? You know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. You know, like myself. Justin Newell's and there's there's loads of fights, hundreds of fights, you know, loads of fighters that wanna blooming I mean, get on these shows, and we all want to prove ourselves now. You know, we're all ready for it, yeah. You
1: know? Because you're fighting, uh, you're fighting for a small house show. Would you risk fighting in a small house show in the near future, and then signing away and say, "Look, I'm willing to. I want to fight. I'm not bothered about the coronavirus. I want to fight because I don't want to wait. You know, coronavirus or not." I just wanna fight, I wanna I wanna move on with my career. I can't wait. Would, oh, would you be God. ready to
0: do that? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think what they're gonna do is anyway, they'll do a they'll, they'll they'll maybe they'll do a test, won't they? For fighters, they'll show a little test, you're both fine. Boom, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You know, like I say, I'll fight tomorrow. You know, I'm uh, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. Coronavirus or no coronavirus. I mean I think the the government went about it the wrong way. They should have protected the elderly, let the youth carry on with them in you know, the wheels of industry, flipping let us all carry on bloody fighting you know but no it's uh, we just have to we just have to wait and see but i'm i'm, I'm itching to fight yeah so coronavirus you know no virus i'm i'm, I'm ready to rock yeah absolutely hey, sorry about the hair by the way I'm, my hair's not fresh but the rest of the but everything else is <laughs> no that's fine you've got more hair
1: than me so that's all that matters
0: <laughs> i want, want, more... want to dig mate you know <laughs> i was gonna
1: ask you um when it comes to cutting down to weight do you have any any issues or
0: do you or are you able to cut weight in a certain amount of time Nah, i'm all right with my weight you know i'm all, I've literally i've just come out of the bath and a uh, bit of a he- heavy a uh, bit of a fluffy head on and i'm only half a stone over over my actual fight weight um, I, I don't blow up at all i don't eat crap so i don't and i don't really i don't struggle with the weight at all no it's sometimes the last few pounds or uh the last couple of pounds can be can you start think, you start getting paranoid because you you might be five days out, so you said it's not an exact science, you know. Your body it's a, it's a strange thing isn't it mechanism, you know. So yeah, the last couple of pounds, you know, you you just hungry, you are just always hungry for about, for a, you know for a good couple of weeks. But I do it right, you know. I do it right and never blow up. Don't go crazy. Don't drink. Don't do drugs and all that crap. So I'm uh, yeah, I don't I don't I don't struggle with it anyway.
1: I hope a lot, you know, when this goes out, I'm going to say to a lot of boxers, look, I know a guy in his mid to late 30s, he doesn't struggle to make weight. If you guys struggle to make weight, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Are you a, a sauna man when it comes to cutting weight or do you prefer the warm towels? You know, when they put the the warm towels around you, just you out in a bath. Which one do you prefer?
0: Well, do you know what? I sauna, I've got, I go to Steam Room at DW Sports in Huddersfield. But I, right. don't, I only use that to relax my muscles. Um, and as a bit of a maintenance thing for the body, uh, I maintain the body. So I'll, I'll go there three or four times, not probably more, four or five times a week uh, when, it, when it's all open and everything's normal. In the winter, I'll, I'll go every day, close my eyes and imagine I'm on a beach or something, you know, for half an hour. Escape reality and then come back to the cold, you know, the freezing cold. But yeah, so I, I love a sauna, but I've never used a steamer, uh, really, or a, or a bath specifically to 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 cut weight but a bath on the you know a bath can lose you a pound or two anyway a couple of pounds so or maybe more some people lose a lot more you know i'm I'm still learning with the with the with the weight cut to be honest with you i'm still learning from what you told me earlier are you working as well as boxing that's right yeah i've been working for a wine company um the past 10 years actually yeah so i go around bars restaurants hotels and supply wine and you know create wine menus and things like that so it's not too strenuous on the body you know it's not a physical job so so yeah it's 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 all right and it's not a bad product to sell i've got got some good sponsors who help me out as well so that you know that helps towards training costs and um and everything else so medical fees and things like that but uh yeah so it's not it's not a bad job it's all right i've been doing it for 10 years and uh yeah, I'm on furlough now, and probably going to be one of the last to uh, last to go back when the bars and pubs, restaurants open. No, definitely. Yeah. You know
1: your your meal plan. Who comes up with that? Who 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 organises that for you, or is that
0: something that you do yourself? Yeah, nobody. I do it all myself. Yeah, um, I'm I'm looking for a prep company to come on board. Uh, you know, part of the team to to help me with that, but um, I've got a big pot of uh, veg soup on go now, so I just kind of when it comes to cutting weight and food plans, I I always eat I always eat well, you know, I, my fruit, my veg, bits of meat, fish, so I'm always eating pretty good, and then when it comes to cutting the weight, I just minimise my portions, you know, I just make my um, my portions less, so. But it's difficult because I could do with a nutritionist because I might be doing it all bloody wrong. You don't know, you know, you need to keep getting plenty of nutrients in. And sometimes, you know, I mean, one of my fights, I thought, Christ, I look bloody malnourished there. But it was one of the fights where I knocked a guy out. So do you know what I mean? It's a weird one. But yeah, I definitely look like I could have done with another meal
1: or two. Uh, Approach universities because they're always looking for projects and so forth. And I think they would love the fact that a professional boxer is looking for a nutritionist. He said, "Look, do you have any final year students that are that would like to get some work experience in, and uh, pro boxer, and I could do with all the help, and it's you could be a good be,
0: idea,
1: working project. I just, I'm good with ideas. I don't know how it would work, turn out for you, but
0: if I think of anything, I'll definitely let you know. Appreciate yeah, that. Know, no, definitely. That's cool. Is that, yeah, that's cool. But yeah, plenty of fruit, plenty, plenty of veg down me, and you know, get as many nutrients as I possibly can, in and whatnot, and." Uh, yeah you just gotta keep keep going aren't you yeah, yeah definitely, so
1: what do you do as soon as you wake up then how what do you start eating or do you go for a go for some exercise or how does it work what's a what's the daily routine for you
0: sometimes i'll I'll do a bit of a fast you know i'll uh I think it's good just to have a have a cleanse of the body as well, so uh, do you know what? it depends on if i'm training if i'm doing if i'm well during uh, camp i mean sorry right yeah during camping i'll have I'll, i've always got i'll go down to the fruit and veg shop so i've got like a lot of uh, oranges i've got like a juicer so i have fresh orange every morning which i juice myself i'll juice other berries and fruits as well you know have some nice uh some nice fresh juices porridge uh porridge i have quite a lot of raw honey as well raw honey raw natural honey is good for the uh good for the body good for the soul so i have plenty of that but when it—I mean, when it comes to you know routine—I will, I will. I wake up. Mm-hmm. I'll drink plenty of water. Uh, my my fresh oranges, uh, obviously. I'll have, I have that with my porridge. Um, but I'll go for a run. You know, I'll do a three or four mile run. I don't usually run any more than that. i um, just trying to get a fast paced run going on. I've got a little nice little valley just down by, literally two minutes behind my house, and so the woods and things. I've been going do, doing quite a bit of training down there, doing pull ups on trees and things like that. But the valley down there is great. The hills, you know, they're just there's some nasty, nasty little hills, but they're all good for the fitness for the body, you know, for the training. So, so I'll do a run. My my work is quite is they're the pretty flexible and the pretty good so I can do it I can work from home and I'll go and do a run and then if need be I can do whatever else catch up on a bit of work later on in the day so and then training sessions differ you know sometimes I'll be over at Batley four five five six o'clock sometimes at Huddersfield's a little bit later so I have to take my food with me to Huddersfield because sometimes we're finishing at like nine o'clock so by you know, by the time I get back to brig I'll showered and everything. It could be ten o'clock by the time I eat. So as soon as I finish the session, boom, I'm eating. You know, I'll get it straight down me, straight down me, and then it's uh, digesting and not sitting on me for too long. You know, Rest ups, lots of strength and conditioning. So it's, it's it's all it's all varied. Yeah, it's mixed up a little bit. Yeah. Are you
1: doing your own strength and conditioning, or is, has someone put something together for you?
0: Uh, Mark Hurley at Dicky's gym is really good, really well, not very knowledgeable. So I've been doing a lot of strength sessions with him as well. But obviously, in this time, I've just been doing... All I've got is some dumbbells, some 10kg some dumbbells, you know, not that heavy. But you can do quite a lot of stuff with them. You can still train your legs with them, triceps, bite, everything, your chest, so... Um, and I've been just been doing a lot of core strength work during this lockdown, you know. As well as lots of lots of cardio, been going a bit crazy on the bike, but it's been good, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I, I saw you did fifty miles the other day, and mm, uh, yeah. you know, God bless you. I thought that was
0: amazing. Cheers, brother. Cheers, brother. It's, and do you know, what? it's not just the the amount of miles; it's them. The hills were absolute killers. Some of them, that home moss on the other side of home moss, that is one heck of a hill. It took us about forty eight minutes. Forty eight minutes from bottom to top, and I'm looking up actually halfway up. And there's a wagon coming outside of it, and it looked like it was coming outside of a mountain. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Look at that?" So, but yeah, it were uh yeah, they're tough them hills, but it's, again, it's a different type of fitness. That it's uh, it's good, good for your mental strength. It's a real burn on your legs, you know. But fantastic, yeah, yeah. Finally,
1: do you think we can expect anything from boxing this year, like in terms of the big fights?
0: Um, I mean, with, I mean, this Eddie Earnshaw, you've got Terry Harper. I think she's fighting Natasha Jonas. Um, so there's going, Natasha there's, going few, there's going to be a few world title fights. I don't know if Dylan White's on that on on that show. I mean, I just don't. I just don't bloody know. It's, who knows. Things are changing from week to week out there on, on a day to day, day to day, and week to week basis. So it's it's hard to tell. I'd like to think so, but I don't think it's going to be in the uh, in the tens or hundreds. Of, you know, do you know what I mean? It's not going to be. There's been, it's not going to be plentiful, is it? There's not going to be a, a lot. And I, I mean, small all shows. I think we can forget about it this year. Right? No, no, definitely, yeah, I think so, of but, but you know, your, your people like your Lomachenkos and your you know your Linareses and Furies and people. I, I just don't know, mate. I just don't know. is, is the answer. What's uh, what's going to happen? Maybe 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 two two decent shows that Eddie Eam puts on, if if we're lucky, and then who knows? Small all might come back at the end of the year. You know, maybe, maybe I am being a bit pessimistic. You know things might be completely, things might have totally changed by September. You don't You don't know, do
1: you? No, definitely. It depends how you look at it because the UFC have done it and they're, they're the first. Yeah. And it seems as if Dana White has done it for all of his fighters, even the guys that are just breaking through. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm kind of hoping we'll see that at the small house, uh, the small house shows. You know, you, you need to get your title shot in and know guys that were scheduled for a title fight, I think I don't know how you see it at the moment, but I think in the short term, I think the fans want good fights, they don't want to see guys against journeymen. I don't know how you see it, but I think that's what they want,
0: exactly. I agree. I agree. You never know, you know, a couple of us guys that are nine, ten, and oh, seven and ohs, we might be getting a phone call soon off Eddie and off Frank Warren for one of these shows. So, and then and then we're going in there against you know a, a top prospect, yeah. Mm. Um, but... I tell you what, you know, it's all, it's all, it's all to gain, isn't it? It's all to gain.
1: No, definitely, definitely. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, it was fantastic talking boxing, mate. Mr. Honey.
0: Anytime, by. it's gone by. Anytime, mate, you know, we can keep chatting anytime you want, anytime. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Thank you so much. You look after yourself. Take care. I'll definitely be keeping an eye on your career. And uh, hopefully, one day, I'll uh, get you in studio as well. That'd be amazing. With, with a
0: title. You know it. Listen, it's coming, it's coming. That That's yeah. of coming, mate. Understood. Definitely. You take Absolutely. care of yourself, mate. God bless you. And I'll see you soon. All the best, mate. Thank you. Thank you.